This is the Gentile Life Podcast. My name is Ryan Gentile. I'm a husband and a father of two beautiful little girls. There is nothing Gentile about life, and I'm here to share my crazy stories and experiences that go on in my everyday life. Maybe, just maybe, you can relate to some of these stories and experiences. I will share the good, the bad, and the straight up funny of my roller coaster Gentile life. So let's dive right into today's topic. And it's been a while, guys. Wow. It's been like well over a month since the last episode, and I have to apologize for that. But, you know, COVID took over, you know, my ability to do another show. And no, not that I got COVID, okay? So for anybody listening that's maybe seen me lately, no, I did not have it. But for the last two weeks of April, I was furloughed, so I had a lot of time in my hands to literally do anything I wanted. And so I knocked out a couple episodes, and I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, the office episode was a lot of fun. But then, you know, I got the call. They're like, hey, come back to work. And I was like, cool, back to work. And now I'm busy as can be. And that's all I'm doing is just, you know, working, taking care of the girls, cooking dinner, getting them to bed. And by the time they get to bed, man, my ass is exhausted. But, you know, uh, my, my daughter turned three back on the 26th. And the Saturday, so that was Tuesday of last week. The Saturday before that, we had a birthday party for her, and I thought, you know, I haven't done an episode in a while. I need to knock out an episode. I need to do something fun because, you know, the COVID stuff is just taking over. It's just, it feels so fucking depressing right now with all this COVID stuff and just everything else. Like, I need to, like, lighten this up, you know, just for myself, just to get it out there and hopefully for anybody else that likes to listen to the show. And my thought was, okay, you know, Anytime I talk about my three-year-old daughter, like, she does some funny shit, you know, and it's just, it's entertaining, like, at this age of them growing up and me being a parent and just my expectations and what actually happens. And I thought, okay, that'll be, like, I can figure out a theme for that or a point and make that the episode. And so that was the plan. But then the events with George Floyd happened. And because I, I, I was going to try to do it last week, but with everything that happened, I thought, OK, it just it doesn't feel right to even remotely do that. And so I didn't. And, you know, the last couple of days, I thought, you know, I I need to speak up myself, you know, and I, I could put something on social media. And, you know, with this episode, there'll probably be a little tag with it, but, you know, of a little snippet or something. But, you know, I, I feel like this is my own platform to really kind of speak up so to speak, you know, and it's just when I, when I saw the headline of it and the the first thing I thought was like, are you fucking kidding me again? And then I saw, it's like, there's video and I went, oh shit. And so I watched the video and the fact that he's saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And like, I, it's, it's kind of like you're watching a movie and you're yelling at the TV screen, you know, like in that scary movie when the like the killer's hiding somewhere, like don't go in there, don't go in there, and you're like you're trying to tell that person not to do something, but you know goddamn well they're gonna go do it. And I, I felt I found myself doing that watching this video, like in my head I'm screaming, "Get off him, get off him!" Like, dude, he's down. He's not. Res- he's not fighting you. He's not doing anything. Get off him. And that didn't happen. You know, and as much as I want to say it was a shock, it wasn't. It's not a shock because this is this has been the norm for so long, especially lately. 
and it's not okay. It's not. I have friends of all kinds of different races and I hate and I hate that they have to live in fear every fucking day going out their door. I've been I've been watching a lot of stuff on the news and you know here's the thing y'all for most of y'all that don't know this I'm a big sports guy. I love sports. Sports is like my oasis. It's my getaway. It's everything. I don't watch the news. I don't. You know, um the news has a very specific agenda that they try to put out there. They try to make you think a certain way. Like guys, look, I, I studied media. That was my major. Like, trust me, like it's anything can be skewed to make you see one side of the picture, but not the other side, you know? And that's just the way it's always been. And it'll never change, unfortunately. But so I don't watch the news. You know, I always, you know, it's always too negative for me. It's it's always about rapes and killings and murders and fire. It's just, you know, so I, I stay away from it. But sports is my oasis. Sports is what I stick with. And so that's what I've been watching. You know, I've been watching sports and they've been talking about it more and more. And I love it. I love that more the athletes are getting into it. And the thing I've enjoyed watching is that. It's not just your black athletes. You got your white athletes finally stepping up. And I think it's something that I'm a little surprised to see as many of them have spoken up. But I'm extremely happy that they are because it's always the LeBron Jameses, the Dwayne Wades, you know, people of that stature that are speaking up who are black. But. You never see a Tom Brady, a J.J. Watt, you know, Drew Brees or anybody of that nature saying anything and speaking up on these things. And, you know, the fact that they're stepping up and saying something I like and I'm happy to hear it. And I, But I'll say the thing that I'm fearful of is that it's being talked about now. But it eventually will go away. And I hope that doesn't happen. I hope people continue to continue pushing and fighting for this and saying, look, all lives matter. Black lives matter. It, everybody matters. That was a human being that was killed and murdered by a cop. He didn't have a gun. He didn't try to shoot him. He wasn't trying to stab him. He wasn't doing anything. He was fucking literally laying there. And that did not need to happen whatsoever. And it did. And it continues to happen. And, you know, and it's just unfortunately that it's not, I, I, I hope it changes. I do. I hope it changes one day, but I got a feeling I'll be dead long and gone before that ever happens because it starts with people at the top. And I think now, you know, you have people of, white color finally realizing shit we need to say more to where hopefully people in authority pull their head out of their asses and start to realize something needs to be done about this because it's not okay it's not okay and i'm not saying all cops are like this just like not all white people are racist not all black people are criminals guys but the problem is there's enough cops out there that are like this and it's still happening because they're not being held accountable and we got to start holding them accountable. 
we've reached our tipping point with the COVID stuff, right? We've been quarantined forever. Economies are slowly opening. We can't get accurate data back and forth. And I feel like things were just bubbling up and this made it explode. And the fact that the cop was arrested, it, it, it needed to happen. And I was watching first take and they were talking to the attorney general of Minnesota and people were wondering, well, why is it third degree, not second degree? But he said he didn't have the case at the time when that came out or when those charges came. So, you know, he, he's not saying they're going to change, but he's just saying, hey, look, I didn't say this was third degree. I've taken over the case. So we'll see what happens. And it's one of those things where it doesn't matter. Bottom line is, like, he he's, he needs to be charged with murder and convicted of murder. Because if he's not I am so fearful of what's going to happen next because justice needs to be served. It does because that did not need to happen at all. Not even a little bit. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying a lot of different things and I think a lot of different opinions and, you know, I'm not saying my opinion is the right one. I'm not saying others are the wrong ones, but you know, I love I, I love seeing the the peaceful protesting. I love people like actually being very cordial in their protests. But the problem is, man, I still hate to see it. But man, people are rioting and looting, you know. And I don't agree with it. I I, I don't believe rioting and looting is the answer and destroying somebody's business that they worked hard for. I don't care if it's a big corporation or not, guys. I mean. I got friends who own small businesses and just to think if their business got torn apart and because of that, they can never reopen again. You know, I, I, I just, I don't agree with it, but I'll make something very clear. I understand it. I understand why it's happening. I just don't agree with it, you know, and it's okay to disagree about stuff. You know, I think we live in a world where everybody expects everybody to have the same opinion as you. And if you don't, you're like a terrible person. No, that's not the case here, guys. If you think rioting and looting is the right way to go. Okay. That's your opinion. And I will not argue it. I don't believe that's the way to go. But like I said, I understand it. A good buddy of mine, he put a quote up on his Facebook uh, that I'm actually looking for right now. I just had it and I lost it. But he he said something, and this is this is a white guy, and he made a very valent point, and I 100% could not agree more uh, with what he said in all of this. And I'm actually, like I said, I'm trying to. <laughs> I had it and then I, I just lost it. But um, you know, he he made a great point about something and. And as I'm live, or well, to me, I'm live. This is recorded, so you know I could actually probably edit this out if I wanted to. But I'm gonna leave it in because you know, hey, this is how it really goes working a podcast, guys. Just go with it. <laughs> um. So he says, for white people my age, almost forty, which I fall in that category, it's easy to blurt out, but it's not me. I'm not racist. When we see black people challenge us and ask us to do better, this is a reflex. Move past this. Listen deeper. Try to understand where they're coming from. Don't respond. Just listen. Then ask what you can do and listen some more. It's not their job to tell us how to be better, but we could sure use their guidance. 
I, and that really hit me, you know, uh, my, it's my buddy, Dan Hornstein, you know, he's actually a stand-up comedian. So if you're ever in Houston and you see the name, name Dan Hornstein, go check him out. He's a really funny guy. Love him to death. But that's that, that hit me. And it's funny because before he even posted that, that's what I've been doing for the last week. I haven't been saying anything. I'm listening. I want to hear what people are saying. Cause a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of it's been said before from all the other tragedies that have happened. But the thing I was waiting to see is what people that normally don't speak up that are athletes, celebrities, or whoever they are in a higher position. I was waiting to see, are they going to say something? And if they are, what are they going to say? And, you know, and I think it's something that for the first time, you know, with this event and the one from a few weeks ago, or not a few weeks ago, I guess. Well, actually, no, sorry. Not even a few weeks ago. God, it feels like it was a few weeks ago. But like back in February, you know, the guy jogging through the neighborhood that was literally murdered by two guys. Chased him down with a shotgun. You know, you got you got videos of these things happening. And and again, I could be wrong in this, but I don't recall there actually being video of these type of events happening since Rodney King back in the 90s. You know, the police brutality of the beatdown that the cops gave him. You know, that is the last time I can remember this type of tape being out there. And, I mean, I remember the first time I saw it. I I guess, I mean, I was in junior high maybe. Whenever it was, I, I don't remember, you know where I was the first time I saw it, but I remember seeing it and I just kept thinking to myself like, damn, like wh- why would it like, he's not doing anything. Like he's literally, he, they like they pulled him out of a car and they just beat the shit out of him for what? Like for what? Like I didn't understand it. I just couldn't wrap my head around that. Like, you know, he, it's not like he was trying to fight him back or anything. He's literally laying on the ground. You know, and then, of course, you know, when the cops got off, I mean, that. I mean, it just it showed you how broken the system is, you know, and it's it's something that, you know, black people have known forever and white people saw for the first time. But at the same time, I feel like they didn't care. Now, again, I was too young to really understand probably what was going on through most adults minds, because, again, I was I was a kid. You know, I didn't understand. You know, I, I grew up in a place called Laporte, Texas, you know, about it's southeast of Houston, you know, 20, 30 minutes away. And where I grew up was not prominently white. It was a good mix. It was a mix of black and Hispanic and uh, white and Asian. And I mean, you name it, we had a good mix of a lot of different ethnicities, you know, and I played a lot of sports growing up and, you know, I played basketball in high school and it was predominantly black guys that I played with and I would hear stories and I would hear them say certain things, but you know, I, I kind of, you know, I don't want to say I brush it off, but I kind of, I guess I didn't pay that much attention to it because again, it's not something that I went through and I couldn't understand it. And so it's not that I didn't believe them, but at the same time, I guess I just, I couldn't put myself in their shoes, you know? So I probably just nodded and said, oh, okay, you know, I know for a fact, I never told them they were over exaggerating or they're blowing it out of proportion because you know, I, I feel like I knew like, Hey, if you're saying this, you're saying this for a reason, but I can never sit there and say, I understand. But 
you know, I, I've grown up with hearing these type of things over and over and over. And, you know, and I've always thought to myself, you know, if I saw something like that happen, you know, I would step up and say something about it. And at least, you know, to my old ass knowledge and all the drinking I've done in my life, I can't think of a time that, you know, I've run across something like that happening, or at least that I can remember. But I feel like if it did happen, I would have stepped in. But the reason I share that is because I've heard stories from my friends and people I grew up with and played sports with, you know, in high school and even beyond. And, you know, it's the fact that, you know, when you keep hearing these type of stories, you know, it's out there. But the problem is most of America doesn't believe it because if they can't see it happen, they don't believe it. You know, Rodney King was a chance for them to for, you know, our country to really make a change. And they didn't. You know, I think people just thought, ah, okay, whatever. It's it's a Los Angeles thing. You know, it's just an L.A. thing or a California thing. That doesn't happen here. And I'm speaking probably primarily of white people. Fast forward now to, you know, now. <laughs> and you have a video where it's clear as day. You have a white cop standing or kneeling on the neck of a black guy on the ground, literally saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. For about eight minutes, in the, almost the final three minutes, he's literally non-responsive. He's not moving, he's not doing anything, he's just laying there, and the guy's still on his neck. And I think that's when most of, you know, white America basically said, oh shit, wait, what? Like, okay, this just happened, you know, and, and I hate it. It came to that for most people to maybe realize the extent of what really happens, but that's what happens, you know, and it's something that we have to speak up. If you see something, say something, don't let it, don't let it slide. And by us saying something, I'm talking about white people like myself, anybody else, my friend, Dan, Tom Brady and them, all these, anybody, anybody in a white skin needs to say, hey, like, this is not okay. You know, and Dwayne Wade put out a tweet, you know, until, and again, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it right in here in front of me, you know, but the fact that he said, you know, until you're just as upset as us, you will never understand, you know, or something along those lines, but he's right, you know, when is enough enough? And... In a world of social media today, you know, my fear is, like I said, is that it's going to be, uh, it's my fear is that it's going to be something that it sizzles out eventually for white people, not blacks, but white. And I hope that's not the case. Like, I'm hoping to just, this isn't just a trendy thing that, you know, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to say the cool thing and yeah, I got your back. And then in two months, it's like, eh. Okay. Yeah, I know I said that, but I'm not going to do anything about it. I, I, I said something. I said something. I'm not going to do anything, though. I mean, that's not... That that doesn't work. You got to do something. If you're going to say something, you got to do something. If the opportunity presents itself, you got to do something. Whether it's voting or if you see something going on, you you step up. Do something. You know, it's one of those things where... You know, us as a country, we are extremely divided once again. And 
as much as I'd love to say, you know, maybe this will turn it around. I'm going to be honest. I'll believe it when I see it. Because right now, I just, it's hard to see because we've been down this road so many times before with our friends. And I just, yeah, it sucks, man. But if you're listening to this, you know, it's a 100% thing, man. Look, Black Lives Matter. That man should not have been killed. I mean, that was literally, I, I mean, I'll say it, it was a corrupt cop kneeling on a person's neck and killing him. For no fucking reason. For no reason whatsoever. And the fact that he had like a little bit of a smirk on his face tells you everything you need to know. And it sucks. Because like I said, I I know people who are cops. And I know people who have been in law enforcement and they are not like that. Like they take care of other people. The problem is there's enough of the bad ones out there that the good ones will get overshadowed. Or the good ones have they they're fearful to step up and say anything themselves. I hope that changes. I really do. I hope it changes. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case in some cities because you see these riots going on and you see a lot of these police officers attacking peaceful protests and shooting rubber bullets and shooting tear gas and just doing violent things to people that literally they're not doing anything. All they're doing is saying words to you and you're acting violent toward them. You know, so like I said, I I don't agree with the rioting and the looting and the stealing and the destruction of other people's stuff. Large corporations, small businesses, I don't care. It's not right. I don't agree with it, but I understand why it's happening. I do. I understand. It. I mean, I'm not surprised by it, and I understand why it's happening, and I, I wish it didn't, but it is. But there's a lot of good going on out there, too. A lot of peaceful protesting. There's a lot of eyes, I think, that were open that needed to be opened. But it's been a week. Are we going to feel this way in six months? Are we going to feel this way this time next year? You know, if this continues to happen. You know? Or are we going to change it? That's the question. So like my friend said... Don't say I'm not a racist or anything like that. Just listen. You know, just listen. That's all you got to do. Listen. Don't react. Just listen. That's all you got to do. So, I mean, I this entire conversation, I've had a heavy heart even talking about this just because it's, it's something that, not that I wrestled whether or not I should talk about, but it was like, how do I put my emotions into words? And it's been, it's been a weird week, man. And, you know, being a father of two young girls, you know, I, I've seen a lot of different things that people have posted. And it's like, well, I teach my children not to see color or something like that. And I, I, I think I see the point of why people say that, but I think they, you know, people miss the point of the meaning behind it or, the the actions you're supposed to take with that it's like you know yeah you're not supposed to see color but you're supposed to stand you're supposed to stand against against injustice you know like oh i don't see white people and black people but look other people do and if you see something happening or you see something along those lines you got to speak up and say something don't just sit back you know and with my girls i want to teach them to love everybody 
I don't care who they are. I don't care the color of their skin. I want them to love anybody and everybody. You know, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to live in a very diverse area and I've had a lot of diverse friends. And I still do to this day. And, you know, I hope my girls do the same thing. And they stand up and they say something when something needs to be said. And, you know, uh, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, I, I, I feel I feel I feel for the parents out there that have kids that are older, because luckily, like I said, my oldest is only three. My youngest is, you know, just over one. But I saw I was watching uh, Get Up. So I watch Get Up in the mornings with Mike Greenberg and there's a guy named Damian Woody. Not Damian. Sorry, not Damian Woody. Oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not Damian Woody. But there was a guy who he was talking, you know, he's African-American. He played for the Cowboys and Spears, Marcus Spears. I think that's his name, Marcus Spears. Sorry, I was just blanking there and I wanted to get the name right. But he was talking about his son who is, I think he was saying he was eight or nine, I believe, or 12 or something like that. And he was talking about how he was like coming up to him and saying like, why, why is he doing that? Like, why is he not getting off him? And, you know, and he started breaking down into tears, you know, and I started tearing up myself because I'm thinking like, I can't understand what he's going through. I can't, I can't understand what he's going through right now. I can never understand what he's going through right now. And that, and my heart breaks for him. Because as a father, when your kids say things to you and you try to explain it to them because they see it as black and white and I don't, and no pun intended on that. It's literally, there's no great. It's like, he's doing a bad thing. Like they recognize he's doing a bad thing. He's putting his knee on a man's neck. Why is he putting that knee on that man's neck, daddy? Like that's what we're seeing. And when a kid says that it's like, it's heartbreaking. Cause I can only imagine like if my daughter saw that and she asked me why, like I would, I would struggle having to explain it to her. I would do the best I could and make her understand how that's not right. And what we need to do to make things better, you know? So, so luckily, you know, my daughter's young enough to where she'll never remember this or the COVID stuff or anything like that. She'll never remember this, but I know, at some point, she's going to get up or grow older and she's going to come and ask me about it because I know it's going to be taught. It's going to be talked about for decades upon decades to come. And and even then, I'm not going to know what to tell her. I'll try to explain it the best way I can. But, you know, I feel for the parents out there that have to explain to their children what is going on. And, I f you know, I feel for the parents that are fearful of their children when they leave the house, are they going to come back home? You know? And I don't know. It just, it, it pains me to hear the stories I've heard. It, it pains me to see what I've seen. And, you know, this is my voice. This is my platform to say, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I just want to say, I'm sorry. 
You know, I, I, I'm sorry that, you know, y'all have had to continuously go through this and it sucks and I can never understand it. I never will try to understand. So, but hopefully people, all people have seen this will stick to what they're saying now to force change as the years go by. Because it's not going to change tomorrow. It's not going to change overnight. It's going to take time to heal. You know? And and, I, and I've told this to my wife numerous times is the worst part about this right now is that the people that are in power, politicians, some police chiefs, you know, a lot of these people in power are people of white color who grew up in a era where they probably learned to hate black people or they saw it enough or they don't, you know, they pulled the whole like, well, I don't see color, but yet they don't do anything about it, you know? And, you know, it's going to, it's going to have to start with them. It's going to have to start from the top. The people at the bottom have spoken. The people literally are speaking right now. I mean, I got my TV on right now and they're showing protest from all across the country. I read an article, there are people protesting across the world about this. They're they're protesting at US embassies across the country or across the uh the world right now. Like people are speaking up. So the people are speaking from the bottom. It's the motherfuckers at the top that got to do something about it. And I hope they do. Because if they don't, if they if justice isn't served and the right thing is done, I'm scared to see what happens to this country moving forward. I am. I'm scared to see it. Because there needs to be justice. People need to be held accountable. It's not a get out of jail free card. It's not like, hey, I'm a cop. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I'll get away with it. No, it it should not be that way. I get it. You put your lives on the line every day. I get it. Like I said, I, I know people in that industry, in that service, and serve but they understand it's to protect people, not just, hey, I can do what I want because I kind of I have carte blanche or whatever. No, it's not how it works, guys. So so that's my that's my story and that's my my thought on it. And I hope I hope I, you know, I hope this is a straw that broke the camel's back where change starts to happen. And this time next year, hopefully we see that change. But unfortunately, I'm not going to hold my breath because it's going to be a long, long road. And it might be a road where, you know, I'll be long and dead gone and my grandbabies will be the ones maybe leading that charge. I don't know. We'll see. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in, uh, listening to this episode. And I hope, you know, if you don't agree with what I said, that's okay or how I feel that's okay doesn't mean I'm wrong doesn't mean you're right it doesn't mean that you're wrong and I'm right there is no right and wrong way to feel because we should all feel the same way we want justice for what happened and what's happening in the after fact well you know hey I think that's that's up for your perspective you know and I've seen a lot of posts from a lot of people and they are saying things that I don't agree with, but I don't think they're wrong. I just don't agree. Because remember, guys, we live in a world where you don't always have to agree on everything. But I think we can all agree on one thing. Look, black lives do matter. 
and what took place should never happen and hopefully never happen again but i guess we'll have to wait and see so all right so that's going to do it for this one and i appreciate you guys listening we'll see you next time